Good morning, friends. It is your host, Titota O. Samson. I'm very joyful to come your way in a time like this, and I want to appreciate the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ for giving us life so that we can continue this day. And it is my prayer that the Lord God Almighty, who has given us life, will also direct us to know what to do with His Word this morning. In the name of Jesus, and I pray for you, if you are sick, that the Lord God Almighty will give you restoration. He will bring you deliverance. As this message is going on, in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. The message title this morning is, This is how a Christian should live. This is how a Christian should live. Now that we are born again, now that our life, will and emotions have been crucified with Christ. This is how in now intend we live. Just like we have it in human organizations, every worker or staff in that organization have some certain protocol, code of conduct that guide how they live and work there. In Christianity, it's nonetheless different, but have a more profound way and better standard of living than the human organization and settings. Praise God. Just like you would have it in the human organizations, every staff and worker in that organization must stick to the code of conduct of that organization in order to continue working there. Otherwise, he or she is relieved of duty. In Christianity, there are also some certain code of conduct or rules of engagement on how a believer should live and work with God. It's quite unfortunate that many Christians and believers in Christ Jesus do not know anything about this. They are not aware that they can be relieved of their duty and obligation when they fail to live and work the way God intend for them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. I'll read from verse 38 to 39. There is a way that God has intended that we live as Christians, as believers in Christ Jesus. Hebrews 10 38. Now the just shall live by faith but if anyone draws back my soul has no pleasure in him but we are not of those who draw back to perdition for of those who believe to the saving of the soul that he says now the judge shall live by faith but if anyone draws back my soul has no pleasure in him praise god Anyone that turns back, anyone that withdraw from the Lord, he said he has no pleasure in that soul anymore. So we must seek how God intend we live as Christians. There's a way God have designed for us to live. He don't want us to live the way the world is living. He wants us to live by the standard of the kingdom, which he has clearly um, at line in his world. 
so that we will not come short of what we are supposed to know concerning him. And this morning the question is, how do God intend I live? How do God intend I live? There is a way God intend that every one of us live. One of the way God intend that we live is faithfulness. God intend we live by what? Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Let's open our Bible to First Corinthians chapter 4. First Corinthians chapter 4. Praise God. The Lord will give you insight. He will give you direction as we examine this world this morning. He will guide you into all truths. First Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 1 to 2. Let a man so consider us. What are they going to consider? Our character, our behavior, our way of life as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. As servants of God, as workers, as fellow laborers with Christ Jesus, it is required that as we continue working with the Lord Jesus, we should possess faithfulness. We should live by faithfulness. Praise God. King Ahaz was destroyed as a result of unfaithfulness. He was destroyed because he refused to be faithful to the one who have enthroned him. And as a result, he was destroyed. He was destroyed at the end. Let's look at Second Chronicles chapter 28. 2 Chronicles chapter 28. Let me read from verse 19. Maybe let's just read that 19 alone. Or possibly we'll continue. For the Lord brought Judah low because of Ahaz, king of Israel. For the Lord brought king, for the Lord brought Judah low because of Ahaz, king of Israel. For he had encouraged moral decline in Judah and had been continually unfaithful to the Lord. Continually unfaithful to the Lord. Praise God. Now let's move to verse 22 of that same chapter. Now in the time of his distress, King Ahaz became increasingly unfaithful to the Lord. That is that King Ahaz. Praise the Lord. Daily, he became very unfaithful to the Lord. And as a result of that, his end was not 
glorious. His end was not glorious. Let's look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. It is very important that we know these things. It is very, very important because it will help us to go a long way in serving the Lord. It is going to help us go a long way. Praise the Lord. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Now, talking about the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Praise God. Faithfulness. So, you can also see that among the fruit of the Spirit... Faithfulness is there. So God expects us, now that we are born again, that we have His Spirit in us. He wants us to produce fruit called faithfulness. The seed of faithfulness. He wants it to be found in us. God reward faithfulness. God reward faithfulness. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there was a reward that followed after they are disobedient to worship a, a modern image, they refuse. They refuse to to worship the 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 idol of Nebuchadnezzar. They were faithful. The act that they exhibited there, I call it faithfulness. Praise God! I call it faithfulness because they know whom they have trust. They know whom they have hope. So as a result of that, their faith was not wavering. They relied on God absolutely. To be faithful means to rely absolutely on God. And also for people to also rely on us completely. Any man that is faithful towards God is also a man that is also faithful toward men and men can confide on him men can trust him they can boast of him as being a man who is a faithful man praise god so the faithfulness that god uh, require from us in order to continue to live and work with him is not only toward him but also toward our fellow men praise god but in working with him primarily, we need faithfulness. We must trust absolutely in him. We must rest everything that we have in him. He should be able to trust us enough. Praise God. He should be able to trust us enough. As it is in Matthew chapter 25. Let's look at Matthew 25, the master could trust them with talent because he believed them to be able to handle those talents. Let me read from verse 14. Matthew 25, from verse 14. For the kingdom of God is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. 
and to one he gave five talents to another two and to another one to each according to his own ability and immediately he went on a journey then he who had received five talents went and traded with them and made another five seventeen and likewise he who had received to gain two more also but he who had received one went and dug in the ground and high and hid his lost money after a long time the lord of those king of those servants came and set to account with them so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents saying lord you deliver to me five talents look i have gained five and more talent beside them his lord said to him well done good and faithful servant you can see he was faithful with the five that was given to him in that he was able to multiply it and uh, produce another one praise the lord you were faithful over a few things i will make you ruler over many things enter into the joy of your lord so there is a joy there is a glory that follow faithfulness verse 22 he also had received two talents came and said lord you deliver to me two talents look i have gained two more talents beside them his lord said to him well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a few things i will make you ruler over many things enter into the joy of your lord then he who had received the one talent came and said lord i knew you to be a hard man reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered where you have not scattered seed and i was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground look there uh, there you have what is yours but his lord answered and said to him you wicked and lazy servant you knew that i reap where i have not sown and gather where i have not scattered therefore you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming i would have received back my own with interest praise the lord therefore take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents praise the lord so you can see that the last servant was unfaithful he was completely unfaithful to his master and as a result of that he was cut off from his inheritance praise god so we must be faithful in our work with god whatsoever the lord have entrusted into your hand 
be rest assured that one day he will call you to come and give account. Faithfulness is accountability. He will call you to come and give account how you are living your life now. The way you behave every day is your behavior, your character, attitude, drawing men to God. You will give account for it one of these days when the Lord shall come. Praise God. Having established that, the second way God intends that we live is by patience. Patience. What is patience? The ability to stay calm and accept a delay or annoying or anointing without complaining. Praise God. Without complaining. Today, Christians are no longer willing to be patient at all. And that is what is not even in this world currently. There is no patient. People are looking for a faster and a better way of doing things without waiting on the Lord anymore to know what he has to say. Now let's look at the book of Luke 21. Luke 21, 19. Luke 21, 19. Jesus, speaking to his disciples, said, In your patience, possess your soul. In your patience. He was telling them what is going to happen in the end of time. But he was assuring them before that time that they must have to remain persistent. They must persevere no matter what was going on. They must build up patience. They must be willing to face every anointing, everything that was contrary to what they believed. They were to stay calm and believe the Lord to be the one who can bring them out completely. Praise God. God requires patience. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Galatians 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, Long suffering. The long suffering there is talking about um is talking about patience. Some translation will also have it as endurance. Praise the Lord. So the fruit that the Lord also wants us to produce now that we are Christians is patient. Not only faithfulness, but produce patience. The ability to persevere, the ability to continue without Memory. The scripture says, do all things without memory. Praise God. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. I'm going to be looking at some couple of scripture. James chapter 1. I'll read from verse 3 to 4. Verse 3 to 4. My brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into various trials. Okay, let's take it from verse 2. My brethren, can't eat all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. The testing of your faith, the trial that you will face, is to make your faith, your patience better. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So we become perfect a Christian 
when we allow our uh, our, our patience to endure, we become perfect and complete in the Lord when we allow our patience to endure. Romans chapter 15. Romans 15. Let's look at verse 4. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scripture, might have hope. So, we have hope and we can be comforted in our patience by the promise, praise God, by the promises that the Lord have made through the Scripture. Praise God. He said, for we have for whatever thing were written before were written. Alright? For our learning that we through the patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. So what makes us to trust that the Lord will bring his promises to pass in our life is patience. Is patient. Faith is perfected in patience. Faithfulness is perfected in patience. Praise the Lord. Now, let's also look at endurance. On the other hand, endurance is also part of patience. What is endurance? Endurance can be defined as experiencing and surviving pain or hardship. Matthew 24, 13. Matthew 24, 13. Now, the Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 2 told Timothy to endure hardship as a true, as a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. He encouraged him to endure hardship. Matthew 24 13. Again, this was also the end time. Jesus trying to also make some certain things known to his disciples. He says, But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Christians that endure to the end are the ones that the Father will reward. The one that remain faithful. No one that he say, says in... Um, Revelation, book of Revelation, chapter 3. He said, To him that overcome, him that overcome. So we can only overcome through patience. By patience, we can overcome. Hebrews chapter 10, 36. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 36. Hallelujah. For you need, for you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So, the promise of God is fulfilled in our life when we are able to stay continuously in endurance. Hebrews 12 1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, 
let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us the race that is set before us is a race that need faithfulness and also need uh, endurance and patience to persist praise the lord the lord require patience they require patience and endurance in order for us to continue to walk with him praise god another thing that the lord god need or rather intend um, for us in order to be able to live and walk with him is love is love that is another way god intend we live as believers love now let's look at matthew 22 verse 37 to 40 jesus said to him you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind 38 this is the first and great commandment and the second is like it you shall love your neighbor as yourself praise god on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets praise god you as a believer must love the lord god and your neighbor as yourself that is how the, the, the lord god intend we live we can only love our brothers and sisters we are to love outside the church not our brethren only we are to love others firstly we must love the lord the god with all that we have wholeheartedly wholeheartedly we must love him and show love to our neighbor now let's look at romans 8 28 romans 8 28 we must daily live by love by loving others must show love must live by love romans 8 28 that popular scripture and we know that all things work together for good to those who love god to those who are the called according to his purpose so things we work for the good of those who love god not those who hate god We cannot know the will of God if we live outside love. We come to know the will of God for our life and what we are to do for God when we live the life of love. Romans 12 10. Praise God. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. Love is what makes you 
exalt others above yourself. Love. Love. Praise God. First John 2.10. First John 2.10. First John 2.10. He who loves his brother advise in the lights, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. Verse 11. But he who is his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. So Anyone who does not have love, the scripture said, is in darkness. Darkness there is representing sin. He's living in sin. He don't know God, so he cannot abide in the light. Galatians 2, Galatians 5 rather, verse 22. So, one of the ways we abide in the light, that is, in Christ Jesus, is by love. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. You can see God expects us to produce the fruit of love now that we are born again. How do God intend we live for Him? Praise God. Or we live for the world to see by humility. By humility. That's the next one. Humility. First Peter 5 5. Humility. The Bible said concerning. The Bible said concerning Moses that he was the meekest man on earth in his day. Why? Because he was humbled. He humbled himself. He humbled himself. And the Bible classified him as being the most meekest man on earth. In his day, First Peter, chapter five, verse five. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Praise God. So we must submit. The ability to submit comes from humility those who can submit can only do that by means of humility so we must daily live in humility because this is a great virtue for us to continue working with god he that does not have an humble heart cannot walk with the lord the lord hates a proudful man the lord hates and hof and hurtful um, heart, a heart that is haughty, a heart that look to himself, himself and himself and boast of himself. God doesn't want us to live like that, but he wants us to be clothed in humility. Colossians 3, 12. Praise God. Believe the Lord is opening your eyes so that you will know how you should live. Praise God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Therefore, as elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, 
humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering. Humbleness of mind, meekness, be humble, put on meekness. Praise God. So you can elevate others above yourself by means of humility. Those who are proud cannot be humble. Galatians 5, 23. Galatians 5, 23. Those who are proud, they can never be humble. Praise God. Let me start from verse 22. Galatians 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. The word gentleness there is humility. Humility. Praise God. He said, let your gentleness be known to all men. For the Lord is at hand. The gentleness there is talking about the heart that is humble. The heart that is meek. That is a gentle heart. Praise the Lord. So God also wants us to cultivate as believers the heart of gentleness. The heart that is meek. The heart that is humble. That is how he intend we live. Praise God. The next one is joy. Galatians 5.22 Galatians 5.22 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Praise God. Love, joy. The scripture said in Galatians, sorry, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, rejoice evermore. Again, I say rejoice. So the Lord wants us to be joyful always. He wants us to be joyful. Want us to be glad. Praise God. We want us to be full of joy in our hearts always. Now let's look at James chapter 1, verse 2. James chapter 1, verse 2. James chapter 1, verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. That is, no matter what is happening around you, the situation you find yourself, remain joyful. It is the will of God for us that we remain joyful. First Peter 1 First Peter 1 Praise God. Whom having not seen, you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible. And full of glory. We can continue and believe that the Lord God Almighty will reveal Jesus, though we have not seen him, when we continue in joy, when we live a joyful life. So these believers here they continue in joy that could not be explained, joy inexpressible. Why? Because they believe, though they have not seen him, but they have the belief true joy that someday he will be revealed praise god and he will be revealed first peter 4 3 13 first peter 4 13 yes therefore give up the lens of your mind be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought 
to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Therefore, give up. So, how do you give up your leons, the leons of your mind? I'm talking about to to step up your mind. Praise God. To step up your mind comes by joy. So, one of the way to to give up, to step up your mind is by joy. So, the uh, Apostle Peter was encouraging the church here that one of the ways you step up, you give up your heart to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ is by joy. Praise the Lord. First John 1 4. First John 1 4. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. So God intended our joy be full because He has intended we live that way for Him. He has intended we live that way for Him. And it is my prayer for you that the virtue of joy, humility, faithfulness, patience, endurance will come upon you and the Spirit. Of love we also rest upon you in Jesus name amen the next thing and the way the Lord intend we live is by holiness by holiness holiness Romans chapter 6 verse 19 let's quickly look at Romans chapter 6 verse 19 Romans 6 19 Praise the Lord. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. So we are to we are to. Uh, Present our vessels, our body as slaves of righteousness so that we can acquire and retain holiness. So our righteousness is fulfilling our holiness. It's fulfilling our holiness. Now that God has saved us, not by our own work and our imputed our sin in Christ Jesus and imputed in us the righteousness of the of the Lord Jesus as a result of his death and, resur- and resurrection on our behalf so he is now bearing our sin now that we have the righteousness of Christ in us God expects us to continue in holiness in order to perfect that righteousness that has been imputed in us through Christ Jesus. 7 Corinthians 2 7 Corinthians 7 1 7 Corinthians 7 1 Let's look at what the Bible have to say to us there. 7 Corinthians 7 1 I read, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all fittiness of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of 
God. Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So, what we use to perfect holiness, praise God. Hallelujah. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all unfitness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So, we are expected to perfect our holiness. We are required to perfect our holiness in the fear of God. Praise the Lord. Now, let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. Praise God. I believe you are being blessed by this message. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you receive the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcome it not as the word of man, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. Praise God. The work works perfectly, perfectly perfectly in you he caused you to not live in holiness he caused you to not live rightly holiness is living rightly the way god intend you to live praise god the way god intend you to live that is holiness holiness means living the way god intend you to live as against the way you have intend you should live First Thessalonians 4 7. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. God did call us so that we can continue in sin, in fitness anymore, but He called us to holiness. No wonder He says in Leviticus, Be holy, for the Lord your God is holy. So, he expect us to live in holiness. The next one we're looking at is mess is kindness. Yes, kindness. Kindness is also seen as mercy. Can also be seen as kind-hearted. Praise the Lord. Galatians chapter five twenty-two. Galatians five twenty-two. I read, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness. The fruit that God also wants us to produce now that we are born again is kindness. Kindness. 7 Corinthians 6. 6. 7 Corinthians 6, 6. Praise the Lord. May the Lord open your heart to this message. By purity by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love. Praise God. Now the Apostle Paul was explaining all that he was going through in his ministry, all that he endured. But he said in all, while passing through these challenges, he still remained 
showing kindness despite all that he endured he remained in purity that's talking about holiness by knowledge increasing knowledge by long suffering continue and persisted in endurance and patience by kindness by the holy spirit so why enduring trouble facing any kind of challenge we are required to still be showing kindness no matter what you are going to be kind be kind toward god and toward man praise the lord colossians 3 2 colossians 3 2 let's look at that scripture thank you father lord thank you thank you colossians 3 12 therefore as the elect of god holy and beloved put on tender mercies kindness humbleness of mind meekness long suffering we read that scripture before so you can see kindness there is one of the character and, and the virtue of the numa of the numa in christ first peter second peter one seven second peter one seven second peter one seven let's quickly look at that scripture second peter one seven he said that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than good that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of jesus christ that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than good that perish that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of jesus christ praise god so through our uh, continuous uh, work of faith with god we are expected to show mercy to continue in kindness by this we produce or uh, we produce precious stones that is more precious than good that perishes praise the lord hallelujah so we are to live and continue to show kindness whether through fire that is persecution trials and tribulation whatever nature things that are happening around us we are to continue in kindness the next one how do god intend i live he intend that we live as christian by peace peace romans chapter romans 1 7 peace romans chapter 1 verse 7 let's quickly look at that scripture Romans chapter 1, verse 7. Praise God. Hallelujah. There is a way that God wants us to live. Alright. I read, To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be sent, grace to you and peace from God, 
our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So it is the will of God that we dwell and live in peace. We live and dwell in peace. Romans 2 verse 10. Romans 2 verse 10. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who walks what is good to the Jew first and also to the Greek. But glory, you see, glory, honor, and peace. Praise the Lord. So God, he turned away a show peace. Now let's look at um, Hebrew. Chapter 12, Hebrew chapter 12. Let's look at verse. Let's look at verse. There is a verse I'm about to look at. I pray that the Lord help me to locate that scripture now. Okay. Praise the Lord. Okay, Romans chapter, sorry, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. Now, no chastening no seems to be joyful for the present, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it heeds the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. When the Lord corrects us, is to help us produce peace, which is the fruit of righteousness. So peace is the fruit of righteousness. Now look at verse 14 of that Hebrews chapter 12. Pursue peace with all men and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. So, try as much as possible to live in peace with people. Live in peace with them. Even when it's not comfortable. Believers are expected to live in peace and holiness with God and with man. First Peter 1-2 First Peter 1-2 This was Apostle Peter greeting the church and it says a letter according to the foreknowledge of God according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ grace to you and peace be multiplied you see peace be multiplied all the apostles use the word peace be multiplied peace be multiplied because peace is very essential to our work with God Peace is very essential. Now let's look at First um, Peter three, ten to eleven. First Peter three, ten to eleven. Praise God. For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking guile. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. We are to seek peace because it's the fruit of righteousness. It's one of the fruits 
of righteousness. So we are required to seek it as believers continuously. Praise God. And in Galatians chapter 5, we also have it there. Among the fruit of the Spirit, the Lord wants us to also cultivate the fruit of peace. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Praise God. The next one, how to God eternal that live is goodness. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Galatians 5 22. You see, these are all the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness. Goodness is the ability to help others. The ability to have presentable characters. That is what it means to be good. Goodness. The ability to show concern in other people's challenges. That is goodness. God wants us to also cultivate it because it's also the fruit of righteousness. Romans 15. Romans 15, 14. Praise God. The Lord will give us light into every area of our life as we live for Him. The way He intend we live. Romans 15, 14. Now, I myself, I myself am confident concerning you, my brethren, that you also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another, to be full of goodness, full of hand of help, full of godly character, presentable deeds, godly virtue, godly characters. Praise God. Ephesians 5 9. Ephesians 5 9. Ephesians 5 9. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And truth. Let's take it, take it from verse 8 again. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truths. Hallelujah. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11. God help us. Verse 11. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. Praise the Lord. First Thessalonians. Is it First Thessalonians now? Verse 11. There's a part I want to read. There is a part I want to read. Praise God. So, we are required 
will show goodness or goodness goodness we are required to show goodness in all that we do let's go back to second thessalonians chapter 1 verse 11 i was reading chapter 2 verse 11 sorry now 1 11 therefore we also pray always for you that our god would count you worthy of his of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness everything everything that the lord has till i come your way again next time may the lord god almighty keep and preserve you we continue from this place next time god bless you in jesus name amen